If you're looking to streamline your audio advertising buys and maximize your revenue, look no further than Triton Digital's programmatic audio advertising exchange, A2X. The private exchange consists of only licensed broadcasters and top-tier internet radio publishers, assuring the quality inventory and brand safety you can trust. Visit www.tritondigital.com to learn more. Are you okay? It's grunge. No? Is, is that what we're doing? Yeah, like... <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I thought, I thought you were uh, dying. Anyway, that is the uh, grunt of the one and only Justin Ellick. To my left is the great Luke Legrano. Howdy, gang. My uh, partner in crime for Bernie and Sid in the Morning here at 77 WABC Radio. To my right... Is Mike DeDino, a cleanly shaven Mike DeDino, add that. New Mike DeDino. Your face looks like a vagina. Thank you. All right. So uh, <laughs> that, That's how we're starting things off this week. We are the guys behind the glass here back for episode number three. Last week we had the big game, obviously, um, and uh, I think it went the way we kind of all kind of expected it to go. Um, you know, Bengals had a shot, but they couldn't pull it out. Uh not the last time Joey B will be back. No, absolutely not. How did you guys do on betting? I actually did well because every bet that I took on one side, I countered it with an identical bet on the other side. It's genius. You it's hedged genius. everything. Yeah, I so pretty you, much hedged everything. You'll always win yeah. like that. So, uh, you know, the Bengals parlay that I had would have obviously yielded a little bit more money because uh, they were dogs. But um, Did you, know. you say Rams on the podcast, though? I did say I took the Rams. Oh, he, <laughs> he hedged said, everything. He's not I kidding. Hedged every, he I'm hedged not, everything. I'm not kidding. What's the logic behind that? Uh, whatever happens, I'm still making money. You know that because uh, they were all meme they, from yeah. "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." It's like I'm playing both sides. That way, I always come out on top. Yeah, Terrific except show. in betting, it actually makes sense, especially when Vandal gives you a free ten dollar wager. There you go to do whatever you want with. So now I, I don't know about you guys, but I I can't get over how Vegas knows. And when I say that, obviously things come into a, a little bit muddier when. Odell gets hurt, and he was playing so well in that first quarter. But yeah, the, thank, the, thank God I didn't take Odell. The line was four and a half. Final score difference of three. My, that, that's correct. Difference I said of three. It. I said Vegas is difference going three. to snipe it, and it's going to be a three point game. Did you happen to see the Matthew Stafford passing yards over under? What it was prior to the game. Prior to the game, I believe it was a tick under three hundred, around two eighty. I got the under at two eighty and a half. Matthew Stafford finished with two hundred eighty three passing yards. Mm. They know. They just know. So it wasn't the last wasn't the last throw, right? It was the prior. no, yeah, no. I was so we cleared it earlier. In the I had drive. that too. I had two eighty three. So I took the under, and I came out on top by a half a half a yard. There you go. So bang, bang. But, that, but now that football's over, gentlemen, we have other sports we've got to talk about. Yeah, we do. We actually recorded the day prior to the NBA trade deadline, and obviously now we have a little bit more knowledge of what's happening. But big news in Brooklyn: James Harden out. Ben Simmons in. I believe Seth Curry also came over in that trade. Patty Mills? Uh, Patty Mills. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. Let me, let me handle the, the analytics stuff, please. The analytics Net stuff. Ben these, are, these are just names, bro. Stats, these are just, these are trends. Numbers. I'll handle the analytics. <laughs> yeah, Trats, you know the numbers stands, that make numbers. up. Did we, did we get something wrong? Nets get Ben Simmons, <laughs> Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, two future first-round picks. Sixers get 
James Harden, Paul Millsap. So basically what Luke and I just said, except you added a couple no more No Patty guys. Mills. Patty no Mills Patty has been Mills on involved. the Nets all year. Now, gentlemen, obviously. Oh, really? Yeah. So who was the other guy? Seth Curry, Ben Simmons. I think you were thinking of Paul oh, Andre Millsap. Drummond. Oh, I was thinking of Paul Millsap. Of Paul you're Millsap. right. You're right. You're right. But that's Paul my Millsap went to the 76ers. That's, you're right. There you go. That's what, so, But that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, there you go. Now, gentlemen, it, obviously we have a little bit of insight now. A couple games have been played since the trade has happened. Uh, but who's going to win this trade uh, at the end of the season? I think it's obviously going to be the 76ers. I don't think it's... If anybody wants to argue otherwise, you can. But you, you would just be doing it for shtick. I won't believe you. But what about if Ben Simmons returns to his all-star caliber play? Ben Simmons is a coward. <laughs> is that how you really feel? Yeah. He's, ment- he's a mental midget. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and, and listen, you know, we're not, we're not. Uh, we obviously respect mental illness and and all that comes with it. I'm just I, for some reason I'm calling his bluff. I, I I don't think that's the reason he pulled himself off the 76ers. I don't think that's the reason he wanted out of there. I think he's a crybaby who wanted to be the star. He wasn't the star, and uh, he, which is ironic, too, because he's not going to be the star in Brooklyn either. So, I know. think you needed to change the scenery. Philadelphia, obviously, a tough place to play. He fell flat on his face in that uh, playoff series against, who was against the Hawks. More than flat on his face, bro. He, I couldn't make a bucket. No, he just lost all his confidence, and then obviously the off-the-court the off the issues with with head coach Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid in it. I mean, the Nets got a decent return. You have to think that James Harden does what he does best, being a diva, did not want to stay there. Second time James Harden was traded in two years. He wanted to leave, so the Nets really had to just kind of field any offer they can get and take the best one they could get, and I think this was it. Seth Curry, good six man off the bench. Ben Simmons, if he reaches his ceiling, obviously a perennial all-star. If not, still... A solid player, and then you get the, fu- the future first-round picks, one in 2022, one in 2027. Those are conditional, though. Can't, uh, can't the Nets do something with that 2022 pick, with those 2022 picks, if they don't like where they end up? Um, can't they are you op- talking about like, their pick swap, essentially? Yeah, exactly. exactly. I, th- uh, I think they could move one of the picks to like 2024 I believe, if they want to. I believe they're firm, they're firm picks, but uh, they might be pick swaps. But personally, the reason I, I dislike this trade, if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, is you traded a head case for a head case. Right. Now, obviously, they're, they're two different things. Ben Simmons hated his role in Philadelphia, wanted out. They wouldn't let him out. Uh, James Harden has forced his way out of two teams, like Mike has said before. Um, James Harden is an elite talent. Right. Ben Simmons is very good. He can play the one and the four, but you know his outside shooting is poor, to say the best. Uh, just, you know, yeah. To t- tidy it up a little bit. Right. Um, I, I really dislike this trade, but I think if there's a winner, um, James Harden is a top 15 player in the NBA. Top I also 15, think he's probably top 6 or 7. Yeah, yeah so. and I think if you're going to request a trade, if you're going to be a diva about it, James Harden is, uh, has as much of a right to do so as anybody else in the NBA um, because he's a surefire Hall of Famer. Um, well, my, I don't know why Harden was upset. That's a what was what was what was the problem? I mean, it very well could just be him getting bored. Um, the problem was he wasn't the 1A. Kevin Durant was 1A. Durant handles the bar. He brings right. it you, up. You ready for this? How many games did Kyrie Irving... 18. You're close. 19. Just, uh, J- Justin, uh, how many games did James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant play together? 14. No, it was... Uh, wasn't it 16? They went 13 and 16 3. 16 yeah. games. And they went 13 and 3 in those games. But if you look, if you follow... Exactly. This, so, I mean, like, why, why would you leave? Kyrie gets because, vaccinated, they win a title. Right, but Kyrie didn't get vaccinated. So that obviously could have played a bigger role than, than maybe reported. Obviously, they keep that in-house. But I wanted to say, if you watch this trade, 
develop as it kind of came to fruition because it was they were in talks now for weeks. Um, you know, the Nets wanted Matisse Tyball, they wanted Tyrese Maxey, and then and then the Sixers didn't want to give up either of those guys, and they didn't have to. So uh, I think in terms of that, the Sixers not giving up one piece that they feel like they you know really 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 wanted to hold on to. I, obviously, the Sixers come out on top in that trade. It's, it's a given. The Sixers essentially swapped Seth Curry and a man that's not playing for James Harden. Right. So it's a win every day of the week, two times on Saturday, three times on Sunday. Big time. Uh, other somewhat quasi-big trade, Mavericks send Porzingis to the Wizards in return for Spencer Dinwiddie, Davis Bertans. God, how far that guy's fallen. Yeah. I wish nothing but the worst for Chris Dabbs Porzingis. Are you, you're, you're one of them? I, I can't stand him. Well, I, I he also, sucks. First of all, he sucks. Yeah, he's not. Second good. of all, he's a clown. And Third of all, yeah. I mean, look at him. I, want, I mean, just want to. Yeah, smack I was going to say that this, I was, he's very punchable face. That very extremely punchable face. Punchable face. I, I will give you guys that. Right now, the Mavericks aren't a playoff spot. They're no. Fifth the Mavericks the suck too. Oh, oh no, no, the sorry, Mavericks the Wizards are... suck. The Mavericks are good. Plus, he just skipped town to get out of like a sexual assault case, which is like, who? Poor Zingod. Yeah, like that. Ne- that that never. I didn't concluded. even hear about that. I, it was like he, he was on his way out of New York. And there was, you, know, you remember that, Luke. I, I do remember that. And honestly, speaking of New York, we should probably mention the Knicks, right? Zero action at the trade deadline. They're currently sitting to, yeah. at 12th in the Eastern Conference. What do you do if you're the Knicks right now? Okay, so I've been pretty adamant on this for the last year and a half. Knicks last year obviously overachieved. If you look at their roster, they're, they have little to no talent. I mean, who's their best player? Julius Randle. Who's their second best player? I guess it's what, R.J. Barrett? No, it is without certainty. Who's their third best honestly, player? Honestly... I, as you guys know, MSG Network was taken away from me before the season started. But yeah. I feel like there's a certain argument to be made that R.J. Barrett is better than Julius Randle this year. Even goes to prove, you know, farther proves my point. In the NBA, you need superstar talent to compete. You need mm-hmm. superstar talent to win. The Knicks have none. They've had the opportunity to make big moves. They have somewhat young talent in R.J. Barrett. You have um, Mitchell Robinson. You have Obi Toppin. You have Emmanuel Quickly. You could do some sort of package with those guys, and you could have landed a superstar. Absolutely. And they refused to. Last year, they were content with mediocrity because they overachieved. They were blown out in the playoffs by the Hawks. Julius Randle was exposed. What did they do? They extended him, and now you're seeing the repercussions this year. They suck. They're going nowhere. Shame on the Knicks coaching staff. Shame on the Knicks players. Shame on the Knicks front office. You also have to mention, and I can say this because I'm a Mets fan, the signings this offseason, horrible. Kemba Walker, I love the guy. How could you not be from the New York area and not love Kemba Walker, the UConn grad? He's been terrible. Terrible. He's been coming off the bench recently. He hasn't been good for three, four years. And you also have to mention that and Evan Fournier, Fournier should you can, jump you, off a building. No, no, I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> but I'm sure you can attest to this more than I can, that Evan Fournier has been one of the most inconsistent players across the league this year. Yeah, Fournier, that's been the narrative of his career. Two years ago, on the Magic, he averaged near 20 points a game. He was pretty good for the Magic. Then he went to the Celtics last year, sucked. They got rid of him. And then the Knicks picked up their sloppy seconds, and then Fournier's been he's averaging 14 points, 42% from the field. Not going to get it done. Knicks have no star power. They're going nowhere. They need to just completely restart. Well, One thing, what are they going to do? What are they going to do to get good? Well, I was going to say, um, I was going to propose this question. I mean, I know it's been brought up a lot, and this discussion seems to happen every offseason, every summer, just about, but... Why is it that, I mean, it's not that that stars don't want to come to New York. It is that, I think. Why? I mean, Kevin Durant went to Brooklyn, so you're going, you, you don't well, want to come to Manhattan? Come, not New York, preference. People, the stars don't want to come to the Knicks. Right, so, but why the Knicks and not the Knicks? If I, Kevin Durant went to the Knicks, he would be 
a New York icon. Yeah. Legitimately an icon. Right. MSG would be a zoo every single night. Every night. I, I don't know why. Kevin Durant, I don't think, likes the spotlight. He's also a little soft, but he's a stud. I'm not going to rip on Durant. I don't know. And you look at free agents next year. I mean, James Harden. Presumably, you think he goes back to the Sixers. Uh, yeah, well, he already said he would. But yeah. Who else is there? Bradley Beal, he's the marquee guy. You're going to have to pay him a boatload of money. And then still, you're still superstar away. You need two. Yeah. Not going to do it one. And that's the thing about the NBA, right, is that the teams have gotten so good at locking up their superstars. that Because there's, there's no so one, few. Yeah, there's no one left on the market. So, And this is the problem that the Knicks have had ever since the Zion, Katie, Kyrie year that there's been really no one on the market that they can like pick up and, and really become that team. But we do have the play-in tournament again this year, guys. So that play-in. is the top 10 teams. The Nets that. currently sit at 8. The Knicks sit at 12. I hate that stupid The Nets shit. will be in. Kevin Durant will come back. Obviously, the Nets will probably finish around the 6 or 7 seed, assuming he does come back. If not, even if they finish in the wild-card game, Durant comes back, they're locked to maybe not win it all, but still go far. As long as Kevin Durant's healthy and Kyrie Irving is playing on the road, and Ben Simmons comes back. They're still a very good team. The Knicks are going nowhere. I hope the Knicks don't make it. I hope the Knicks tank. I hope the Knicks don't win a game the rest of the season. Are you I a want pro change. Are you a pro-tanking guy, Mike? No, I mean, if the Knicks tanked, well, not a lottery changes that up. If the Knicks tanked slightly better, they could have got Zion Williamson, who obviously been a mess. But look how quickly Memphis turned it around. They get John Morant. They make a few other good draft picks. They get Desmond Bain. They get Jaron Jackson. They're the three seed in the West, and they're going to compete. Probably not for a title this year. They might be one player away. Suns and Golden State, probably the superior teams in the West. Yeah. But that's how fast one guy could change a franchise. So yes, I'm pro tanking. It makes sense. It works. That's why the lottery comes. Yeah, play, you though. just can't be a you can't be a dick about it. You know, I'm I mean, fine by being a big. I, I'm fine by being a dick about it. I being guess, a dick gets bro. you places. Yeah, but it doesn't. Tanking mean it, gets it, you places. Right. But if you're if you're an exec for a franchise, you're not. You know, you're basically throwing away a season in terms of revenue. Nobody's going to come out to the games. Who's going to the games now? Who wants it to doesn't waste matter. Money to go it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. There are fans in every city that it, a, that appreciate the, a team that plays hard and that plays to win. And no also, matter it's what. the Knicks. The, the Knicks will sell tickets every day. That's true too. That's true too. What's interesting is Kyrie Irving has a doesn't he have a player option this summer? Yes. So what if he just comes over to Manhattan? He's not vaccinated. He's not. We don't want Kyrie. Yeah, but that'll be gone. That'll be gone. That'll be gone by next year. We want Bradley Beal. That's the only problem I want. Stay in New York if he's not going to stay in that. I could see Kyrie retiring. That would be a nightmare. You think he's going to retire? Look at the guy. Just he's playing half the season. He won't get vaccinated. Yeah, he'll get out of New York. And he's exactly the kind of guy who would just make like a like a rash decision like that. Just to be like, I'm never playing basketball again. The rule about vaccination is fucking insane. That somebody that's unvaccinated could come into the Barclays yeah. and play, but he can't play. That is just blasphemy. It, it is insane, but still, at the end of the day, bro, your teammates have got to hate you. I mean, yeah, he, for not I doing agree. It. He should have the choice to get vaccinated. If he doesn't want to get vaccinated, he shouldn't get vaccinated. I don't want to get political. I, I, I got to give my cousin David credit for this line because he said this when I was doing radio in college. Kyrie Irving has a full year of Duke University education still thinks the world's flat. Yeah. He's not the smartest <laughs> guy in the true. room. And, but, yeah, but at the end of the day, was he, he wasn't the one taking his classes, bro, or no. doing his homework. I don't know, because I do think you have to be... You do have to get into Duke. Duke doesn't let anybody in. Obviously, if you're playing basketball, you have an advantage, right. but... I mean, Zion Williamson went to Duke. How smart is Zion? R.J. Barrett went to Duke. How smart is R.J. But I don't know them, so I would assume they're not the smartest guys in the room. But what the fuck do I know? I'm not the smartest guy in the room. No problem with in this room, certainly. That's, that's, <laughs> who's the smartest guy in this <laughs> made room? Made that perfectly clear. I would say me, without a doubt. But You think so? 
It depends. After, what we're after just about. admitting that you're not the smartest guy. But in the room. We're, we're, and in this room, I mean, Kevin's a smart guy. I Kevin, think th- ideas th- in there. No, I think your I think your computer's pretty smart. You got all your you know you got all it your thoughts just laid out over there. What we're talking about, Justin. I, I hear you and Bernie and Sid. I mean, I, you don't think I'm smart? I think you're you're average. All right, you're an average. Hmm. Well, that's how we're gonna wrap up today's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think at the end of the day, none of us are going to go out there and win a fucking round of Jeopardy. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Is that how you're? Uh, is that how you introduce yourself to your girlfriend? Yeah. Wow. All right. And then she spits in my mouth. Oh, all Jesus right. Christ. We'll see you guys next week. These are the guys behind the class. <laughs> we'll be back at you again next week with with some fresh topics. Uh, the NBA will be back early next week from their All Star break. We're uh, in the full swing. Second half of the NHL season. Go Rangers. Yeah, and uh, by the Tough time, by, time exactly by the middle of next week, hopefully we'll have something worked out with the MLB. God, that's a fucking nightmare. And um, you think they start on time? No, I, I, I really do. I, I, I do. And we'll close with this, but I do think they start on time. No I don't, shot. I, I don't we'll think, talk about this next week. Though. Yeah, I really don't think they can afford to not have every stadium filled with fifty thousand fans on opening day. So, with that said, we'll see you guys next week. We are the guys behind the glass. Bang. If you're looking to streamline your audio advertising buys and maximize your revenue, look no further than Triton Digital's programmatic audio advertising exchange, A2X. The private exchange consists of only licensed broadcasters and top-tier internet radio publishers, assuring the quality inventory and brand safety you can trust. Visit www.tritondigital.com to learn more.